don't remember the exact order we're supposed to say everything in. Oh, yeah, I can go pull that up, so yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I can pull that up, I can pull that up for you. I already convinced Eric on the way over that mine is better than yours, so... That's, you, you had private time? Yeah, like 20 minutes. I oh my god, him. that is it's not fair. Yeah, but I laid the seeds, I laid the foundation. That is horse poop. Remember, including stats to level class breakdown, we should also put in, um... The level one feats. Oh, sure. I mean, I assume that's just an important yeah. in the three category there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Eric. Okay. All right. Well, Not I'm everybody sure. forgets their feet every time like you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. I need my left Kyle. I'm going to cut a bunch of Speak them to your own microphone, too. Never look at me like that. I, this, I put my microphone intentionally between me and you, so oh. I could look at you. Oh, okay. Good. That's actually pretty smart. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to mine yeah. over here so I can yell at you guys when I talk. No, no, no. Yeah, I can exactly. see both of you looking straight ahead. I can see all three things. The judge, champion of the world. Wait, do we get to? Do we get to vote who's the best judge? Also. Oh, I thought you meant we were gonna have like a walkout like in WWE. Like, we might eventually. We have to have lots under our belt. Oh, well, kind of like one round. I think after this, you'll see. Who the best judge is? Oh my god! Yeah. It's like well, he's already a clear started. Winner. <laughs> he's already started. Yeah. He's really mean, letting the power go to his head. Yeah, like if if uh, do we want to declare both it, of us winners, Kyle or Eric? Both no, like the racer raced against us three. You know, the obvious he was the fastest. I mean, well, it might be a little close between me and him, but uh, it would be obvious that he was the fastest. We wouldn't need a hundred races to prove that. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut all this. Out. It's just, it's just terrible. There's no one's interested. Is it Eric Babbley? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even listen to it. Is he like about a racer or something? Yeah. yeah, bold. He's the fastest man in the world. If we all like the raced him, we would only need one race to determine he's the like, fastest. Like the dog that's voiced by John. Just Kula. like once I judge, we'll only need the first three judges to determine I'm the best judge. You know, that's like I zoned out again. I, yeah. know. <laughs> I, do it. I started thinking about John Travolta yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> John Travolta. He voices the dog Bolt in the animated movie. Oh, I'm talking about Hussein Bolt. Welcome back to the podcast uh, where we talk about Bolt. Let's get into some Bolt. Hussein and John Travolta exclusively, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No other Bolts. Bolt and Bolt. Bolt and Bolt. Bolt and Bolt Bolt podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Bolt and Bolt podcast. Uh, No, but welcome in. Um, This is our third podcast. Um... If you're listening to this week of, we just got our uh, first two episodes up and online, so get ready to listen to those two. So that's a fun day for us. Yeah. Any of you guys got anything to say here uh, before we jump into the news? No, I'm excited we got them published, but I'm also excited about my character, so let's dive in. Let's dive in. Okay, well, screw your character. We're going to the news first. (laughs) Let's dive in. Tabletop RPG News. There's only one bit of news this week. Um, because I think it'll take the whole news section, is the Dungeons and Dragons, uh, what was it called? Honor Among Thieves trailer. Yeah. Um, released. Yeah. I watched it. D&D movie. Admittedly, in the first minute, I was like, mm. I was like, uh, like, just because I expect it to be so bad, right? Like, it's sure. just, I anticipated yeah. being bad. Yeah. And then it kind of won me over by the end. And then I watched it again and was like, all right. 
Uh, this looks like a dumb, yeah. fun Marvel movie not set in the Marvel universe, you know? It's like, that'd be cool. So excited. I just love Chris Pine. He's just such a charm. He's super such a charming man, yeah. yeah. Eric doesn't like Chris Pine, if I recall. <laughs> what I said is he's fine. I don't dislike him. Like, attractive. I, he's not. He is very fine. Yeah, also that. Yeah. No, fine as in, like, baseline, not... Amazing, not bad. He's fine. Okay, fair in many in many respects, but I think as the charismatic rogue type, mm. he's going to be perfect for that. That's what I'm saying. Like perfect. as the bard, yeah. you know, roguish planner guy, I think yeah. he's going to be really, no, really so, so I had a similar reaction to you. The first time I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, that looks fun," but I don't. It's probably going to be mm. like cheesy yeah. and not great. Uh-huh. Which would be fine for a D&D movie, but I watched it a couple more times today, and I was also one over. I'm ready. So I see it. I wish it was this year, but it's really a year, but whatever. I was also same kind of page, and then I started uh, kind of looking into it, and lo and behold, they've been working very close with people at Wizards of the Coast to design this, and Chris Perkins, you know who Chris Perkins is? No. Um, he's like a, he works with his coast. He like makes a lot of the adventure paths. Um, he runs a lot of online D&D games and stuff like that. He's very popular in like that whole whole, whole world. Um, and respected as well. And he was talking about like things from the from the movie and he was going over and I was like, Yeah, yeah, Albert and then I can't get like the Sims too, yada yada yada. And then he got to um and then you'll see this like prison in the snow at one point. And that is, um, what do you call it? It was Rebel's End. It's Rebel's End. And they came to him, and they've been working with him to design locations or choose locations and monsters for this thing. And he was like, you ha-, they came to him, and they're like, you have a dungeon that is kind of like this. And the more they started describing it, he was like, no, not, nothing exactly fits everything you want. And he goes, you know what? That could be easily oh, made. Oh, God. And so they did this in advance. And if you go play... Um, what is it? It's uh, Icewind Dale, the adventure path. Yeah. Icewind Dale. He designed that dungeon, put it in the adventure path so you could play it like a year or two before the movie released that it was made for. That's We're pretty cool. definitely going to have to play that. So, yeah. exactly. So, like, that's what I'm saying. When I said here, Nass, this kind of stuff, I was like, these guys are not just slapping fantasy monsters on a so, movie and going for it. You to know? your point, I think the, the, the thing that excited me most about the trailer wasn't even the trailer or the movie itself. It was that they... It seems like they're taking a really thoughtful approach mm-hmm. at building a movie, like an, a, a world, a universe, within the D&D universe, right? So to establish a new CU. And I know. Like that's the D&D like, CU. I know, you know it's overdone, I mean? but I'd like, this is a perfect thing to do with. Yeah, but right? for me, it's like, you know, I love Dungeons & Dragons so much that it'd be... You know, it's pretty specific, but I, I'm excited about it. I think that's awesome. Exactly. One of the things I loved the most uh-huh. was how, like you were talking about with the dungeon, is how many, like, real D&D things you could see in the trailer. And I have a list. Ooh, good, because I have a list, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got um, Owlbear, obviously the druid character, shapeshifts into it. But okay. you can't shapeshift so, into Owlbear. So, pause, you can't. In, I think, fourth edition, I looked it up, there was, like, a feat you could take that allowed you to wild shape into any kind of creature or something like that. So, like, if you dig deep enough and are really hardcore D&D, there is a way. So don't don't let also, anyone tell you that the, it's not a reason that it's being said is because, is because of the type 
of monster it is. And it's a monstrosity, not a beast. Mm -hmm. But the stat block is basically that of an upgraded bear. Yeah, I would let... And bears and dinosaurs get boring. I would let Druid in my campaign shapeshift owlbear as long as it's under... 2CR or whatever you whatever can, it is. you can transform them to. Same here. There's also a displacer beast when mm-hmm. they're in the arena. You yep. see it pounce on them, and they jump into a gelatinous cube gelatinous to escape. Cube. I loved that. Um, that was so the footed touch. The mimic, as you mentioned already, was mm-hmm. amazing. Yep, mimic was awesome. I was like, wow. Who knew that's how mimics moved? I thought that was so cool. Yeah, it was like it shot yeah. its tongue and pulled it. I was oh, like, I never considered that. You know, like, it's pretty cool. The dragon actually does a breath weapon. It's a black dragon. I liked how it did a breath weapon that wasn't fire. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, it was like the actual black acid so, that a black There was also yeah, a red cool. dragon, the big, fat, chonky red dragon. It is actually a named dragon from an adventure path. Oh, So nice. people were complaining to how, like, fat dragon, what are you talking about? It's like, see, this is literally from an adventure path. <laughs> its um, name is, like, Themberchild or something like that. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, and uh, it's, in, it's in Out of the Abyss, the adventure path. Um, yeah. So they're, like, I mean, good stuff. The thing that. that I think is the critical aspect of getting the spirit of a D&D movie right is how all D&D campaigns are, right? Which is, like... Start humble and build into some outlandishly epic thing over the course yeah. of the two-hour movie. Well, that was, you know, and like that was one of the things. I, I, I that's I thought they looked, they looked like they were going to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was one of the things in my list where uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character goes to Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. How do we pull that off? Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't know. She goes figure it out over a drink. How many? How many <laughs> times? Exactly. How many times have we shared fictitious <laughs> drinks and like viewed it as a very relaxing therapeutic experience? You know? And make a plan like, in the tavern. Make a plan in the tavern. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my God. They talk about planning too. He's like, I'm the planner. In our campaign, the Alaris <laughs> campaign, I think in the last twenty <laughs> sessions we've had, we've done that five times <laughs> yeah, at, least. Yeah, like, at least. We've got to keep going back there to make the new. The plan. last yeah. fight we had, yeah, we planned for an hour and a half before we uh-huh. went to the yeah. boss fight. <laughs> Just apart. arguing, discussing, and arguing. And then, as per usual, the your plans fall apart immediately as soon as they go into action. Yeah. And they like reference that already. It's like, yeah. oh, when plan fails, I make a new one. <laughs> She's like, you make plans that fails. Like, no, no, that's every D plan, <laughs> yeah. girl. That's how they all work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some other things were you can see green flame blade as being used. Some the fighter character mm-hmm. uses green flame blade. It looks like a dark elf, maybe. Uh, shield when there's like the big fireball coming. Someone casts shield. It must be firebolts because you can't fire a shield fireball. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's something we can give them the benefit of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like fireball. Yeah, yeah, well, fireballs. Look uh, like that, but yeah. Misty step. The red road wizard guy uses uh, in the arena scene. So. Red Road Wizard guys. I looked into it, found out who they probably are. Yeah. Okay. They're probably the wizards, the red wizards of Thay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, do you guys think the item that they had or stole was like the Horn of Orcus? Okay, so I have I have a list of items that might be the Horn. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> what, okay, what was the Horn? What is the Horn of Orcus? Horn of Orcus. Uh, it is. Orcus is one of the gods or big, big boys of, I think it's the Abyss, I believe. Yeah, you guys uh, used the wand, a uh, heavily modified version of the wand of Orcus. Yes. In one of the campaigns. The Horn of Orcus yeah. is like the horn that goes on his head. And I think there may be two of them even. Um, and they're very powerful, like, messed up, you know, <laughs> corrupted evil items. But, uh, I might guess that just because it's a pretty powerful item. Yeah. 
Seems like it worked. What do you? What else you got over there? So the three that I found were Grimstone's Warhorn, Horn of Valhalla, and Horn of Unyielding. Mm, those don't seem powerful enough or evil enough. Do you know what Grimstone's Warhorn does? No. Is it legendary? Uh, so this is the one... Or an artifact? Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be, yeah, like world-ending type I thing. think it's more an Orcus. Yeah. With but, especially this, these, these uh, crazy So this one, the Grimstone's Warhorn gains power after it hasn't been used. It, it like, gets oh. more powerful after it hasn't been used. Like, Interesting. After 100 years, 200 years, 300 years. Sure. But it is, it honestly isn't that powerful. It just gives you, like, the best level. It gives you Inspire, Greater Courage. And mm. acts as a greater horn of blasting. So, right. I, yeah, none of the three I found were very, were, didn't seem powerful. Then I'm feeling Horn of Orchids over here, personally. Uh, what I, is Horn of, oh what are like the specific stat points? Okay, we could, we could, we could look it up over here. And, um, the Horn of Orchids looks like it was mainly the Critical Role campaign. Orchids is a person that has horns, so I assume it could be anywhere. But uh, it it attaches to any creature that physically touches it. Wow, that's quick. How did they steal it? That might not be true. Cannot be destroyed by unknown means. Able to enhance the powers of whomever the horn is attached to. Capable of reanimating the body to which it is attached should the creature die. Oh, that's a good way to become a lich. Consumes the necrotic energies of creatures slain by the one to which it is attached. Healing its bear. And it has just naturally corrupting nature. So it looks like it's very much a... Just yeah, it's you know. like a. It doesn't really define the power. It's more like a MacGuffin than an actual yeah. item you can I use. Think that's what it's gonna. I it's mean, just a MacGuffin. Could be any horn. They can make it. It doesn't horn. matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's a MacGuffin. Yeah. It serves its purpose. I wanted, I wanted to see if there was an actual. Yeah, that would be. Horn. They were be but yeah, nothing I found seemed right. Oh well, what are you gonna do? And then the one last list I have is I think when um, there's that part. Where she's where one of the characters going through a portal on the ground and it rotates. Yes. Did you know what spell that one? I'm was guessing it? dimension. That's board. that was my guess too. But yeah. it seems more like Just, it was because it's a door shape. It's yeah. one person. Yeah. There's literally like nothing between. There's no way that room was below her. She just dimension doored in the floor and went through it. Yeah. That's what I was assuming. That's, Can druids do dimension door? No. Yeah, so that's what I was wondering spell, about too. Yeah. Maybe it's... No, there's no plants in this place. I was going to say pass through trees or whatever it's called. Um, mm, yeah. I don't know. That one was... That one I didn't know. Mm. But the classes that I recognize also... Oh, yes. Chris Pine, Bard, Easy. obviously. Um, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. I just said Barbarian. For sure. For sure. Obviously, the girl that transformed into Druid. She looks like a Tiefling. transformed Owlbear. She looks like a Tiefling. So that's a yes, Druid. Yes, that yeah. as well. A very white tiefling druid, which uh, some uh, you know, some internet folks. It could be a <laughs> it could be a half tiefling. It doesn't matter what it is. There's always a way to explain it away, and I don't care. It should be a half tiefling, human tiefling. <laughs> I We're done. Thought, so. I just thought it was funny. Uh, I think it was a very subset group, yeah. but of then, course, uh, they always it are. was funny. <laughs> then fighter was my guess for the guy that does green flame blade on his scimitar. Um. Yeah, I think that might be a bad guy, but it could be fighter. Yeah. Oh, the one that does green flame. Yeah, he's like, got like, well, he's like white and black eyes and stuff. At one point, like, he fights a bunch of people and they're like, oh, thank, we, thank God we have him on our side. Oh, I thought that was the, I was, I thought that was the fighter guy that's either, I think, Paladin or Eldritch Knight Warrior. The yeah. fighter. Yeah. But I'm guessing that guy is. That's how he would know green flame. Okay, okay. Eldritch okay. Knight. 
Okay, and then it looks like a sorcerer of some kind. A wizard slash sorcerer slash warlock. It doesn't look like he has a spell book, so I'm assuming sorcerer, but that's just a guess. Well, they might not have put that in there. Oh, well, they're trying he to be seems, true. He seems like the new member, yeah. so my thought was that he's just learning magic yeah. now. That's why he's There's a moment where he has like a helmet on and he tries to cast a spell, so for a second I was like, Artificer? But it's probably not Artificer. Is your expectation... Hmm. That they will try to that this movie in its in and of itself will be a one off, or that they will try to make this one the beginning of uh, its own trilogy kind of thing. Like, do you think that they will try to build this universe out in the same way that Disney did with Marvel, for instance? No, because no one will ever try that again because it took them ten years to do it, and everyone wants it now. Not that big of a build out. No, no, yeah. I'm saying there's no, so here's what I'll say. There's no way the studios, like the studio execs, will let them finish this movie without a teaser for the next movie. Even if they wanted to, they would not be allowed to do it. So so your argument is that they will be building this into a larger thing and into its own movie? What are you saying? I think the people who made it want to make it a adventure path. Stop it. Turn, end, you know, fi- final, finale. I just but the agree studio execs completely. will want to build this this universe out of it. If they hit their numbers on how many people go see it, they will make a sequel guaranteed. Oh, I didn't say they wouldn't make a sequel. I just and thought the they'll make this one. They wanted to make this a standalone, I bet. Just because that's what every adventure path is. It's a standalone. Yeah, the yeah. story, the plot can be a standalone, but it'll definitely be able to I, I definitely, bring I definitely, the party into a second story. I, that's what I'm saying. I think that, the, I oh, think that yeah. it will, in fact, be designed that way. Because that's kind of cool. You get the you get the gang getting together. You have your like little heist format, you know. So you're everything going, collecting the team, collect the team, and you have your first adventure. And then the other interesting or cool aspect of that could be in that in you know the subsequent movies, uh-huh. the power level of these characters grows, which is very D and D. You know, so it'd be it'd be cool to see the same characters progress throughout a series of movies so they increasingly got better. You're almost thinking that this will be like act one of a big campaign. Um, like levels one through seven. May, more like a this is the only act of this campaign but you, you re-roll those characters for a different campaign in the same world later on. Okay, that's what I yeah. want. That's what oh, I so want it to be. I don't yeah. think they'll be level one because they've already been a thieving team. Alright, level three. Like our characters today in today's episode! <laughs> And a beautiful segue into um, what we're doing today, and that will be um, creating Max Mayfield, the uh, level three character. Discuss today's character. I think Eric is a judge today, I believe. I am the judge. All right, you want to walk us through the whole thing then, Eric? Yeah, so we are building characters in 5e, level three. We are building Max Mayfield, uh, which is a which is a difficult one. But there's going to be some need to be some creativity from. So before, too. yeah, before we get into it, it's it's extremely difficult because she does 
Almost no conventional fighting in the entire show. In the entire show, almost. Yes. I know. Yeah, yes. I know. Trust me, I know. She, she punches like one or two people. She has a nice grab attack at one point. She has a grab attack at one point. <laughs> oh, is that a poor shot? She does some. She does some. She does some. You know she, what you could call like mind battling with Vecna. I think yeah. is pretty much is a guarantee. That's like you know part of it. Yep. Um, she partakes in the firework fight. You know, so if you wanted to integrate that into Firework, uh, the end of season three, end of season three, she gets into, she's part she's part of the fireworks. So is fight. everyone though? Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'm saying when yeah. you have a limit, like there's literally only a couple yeah. instances where she would ever do anything that yeah. resembles fighting in yeah. a combat. You know what I mean? Sure. Which is so, why I assume neither of us built her to win combat scenarios. Um, my character is the best in every way, so... <laughs> I think he might beat me. I think I have a good character. Like, a lot of it's gonna come from, like, remember that? Look at this. Yeah. You know, she's not gonna be that good. Actually. I like sights. <laughs> I like sights. You know, if you sight something, See, I know I'll her. like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> I've got her Wikipedia. I've got, I've got her Wikipedia page pulled up on three different tabs just so I can cite all oh, of these different areas. Yeah, of course, it's right here. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. So about Max, she's very headstrong. We talked a little about her before. Are mm-hmm. oh, you giving us the lowdown? Yeah, she, yeah. Let's she's hear very it. headstrong. A very like a very charismatic person. When she talks, people listen. Because she's kind of forceful when she talks. Okay, yeah. And because they're into her for, like, two seasons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. See, I actually might disagree with that assessment. Yeah, I don't I almost think she's very too. charismatic at all. Yeah. I think the party just likes her. That's what I was going to okay. say. I would actually say she's kind of a low charisma yep. yeah. loner. Okay, character. yeah, yeah. Not char- charismatic is the wrong word. She, she has is. a presence. Yeah. She has a presence among her group, yes. undoubtedly. Yeah. She's cool. And even if she's quiet, like, not cool, she's, like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at her and you don't know who the hell she is, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh man, that girl's hard to approach or intimidating. She's, yeah, she's kind of cool. Yeah. She has a presence. Uh, yeah, presence. She's very good at a variety of things. Did any of us grab intimidating presence? <laughs> I didn't know. I might be a stretch. Yeah. She yeah. schools them all in the arcade games. Uh-huh. She's good at skateboarding. Yep. All right, will you stop? Just like, let us she tell you. Let us tell you about Max, oh, bud. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's keep talking about it. We're not allowed to yet. We want to get into our characters. And to do that, mm. you have to ask us a trivia yes. question. Yes. 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 yes, he does. So I've prepared two trivia questions. He's prepared them. Isn't that against the rules? One. Two of them, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Want to see you go prepare them. We never do that. Well, all right, I can come up with a new one. No, I like it. I like it. It'll be hard, and I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay with this. It was very specific that we, we never, had to do it like D&D, never which prepare. is not prepared trivia. Well, I do have two good max centric trivia. Right, right, you just should have never told us that. One easier, one harder. Yeah, cut that part. <laughs> no. not prepared. He's thinking no. of this off We're going to make you live in your shame. There's no way. Okay, I'm okay with that. Both of you minus 10 just points. Stupid. Doing it, yep. We're tied. Who cares? cares? <laughs> You'll have real down with you, brother. Hey. <laughs> um, so there's one easier one, which will last now, and the tiebreaker I think is a pretty hard one. Okay, okay. All right. So the trivia question now to see who picks whether they want to go first or second is: What state did Max live California. in before moving to Hopkins? California, correct. Carl, standard. <laughs> Well done, Carl. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I looked it up because I wanted to find out what language would be most like California, and I took that language. 
So that's why I know. Radical language? <laughs> I don't know. What, I can't remember what I put. Radical. I think I put like Furbolg or the Tortle language. I can't remember. We'll find out when I present my character. <laughs> Also, let me finish the question first next time before you answer. Why would I do that? He could guess. What? I don't accept any answers until after the question is finished, just like Trevor. You you literally just did that. (laughs) (laughs) California. There you go. I win. (laughs) God damn you, Scoop Steve. Uh, All right, so so who's going first? Did I win even though I answered early? Actually, who's going first? (laughs) Oh, God. He's standing by it. That's why I win, because I'm quicker than everyone. It's not that I'm smarter. <laughs> oh, quicker. man, that's amazing. Like Jeopardy, you got to follow Alex We have never R&D. done that, ever. Alex While we've Shubek. never done it, I do think it's the correct way, and I stand by that now that I've won. and voice, so that you know when the question's going to end, so you can hit the <laughs> I can already tell I'm going to lose. Eric is that's out for me. He's out for my blood. blood. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> well, Carl, as long as you're already in the, uh, in the fire, uh, I think you may. Well, no, you know what? I'm so confident in my character, and I think the fun facts are part of what makes the character so dope, that I'm going to go first. Yeah, he's going to steal my facts. I know it. Going to steal some facts, undoubtedly, because, you know, you got to use a lot of facts to build Max Mayfield. Present your character build. All right, I am building Max Mayfield, level three. Um, I went two levels of monk and one level of cleric. I mean, trust me, I, I went through every subclass. I parsed it, parsed it, parsed it. And there were even some good level two channel affinities. It was just that when I got right down to it, I was having a hard time justifying Max being this full spellcaster. It just didn't seem like that's what I saw in the show. So for me, went more towards monk, which I think has a lot of great attributes, which I'll get into in a second. So... Um, before that, though, I want to talk about my favorite part of the Max Mayfield build that I put together, which is the race selection. Oh, no, don't take my race. I chose Kalistar. Okay, you're fine. Which I think is really the only acceptable race. Okay. And so we'll get into that. The reason why. Kalistar, yes. First of, all, first of all, two things. Even if you just look at their description page. Dreamy boy. The two headers. The headers for the main things that D&D feels necessary to tell you about Kalistar are bound to spirits. <laughs> okay. And hunted by nightmares. Literally. Look at that right there. It says hunted by nightmares. It does say that. Which does say that. seems to apply pretty well. And then Let's get, then let's get into um, what what their features are. Mm-hmm. Firstly, dual mind. Advantage on all wisdom saving throws. The oh. main thing that Max does yeah, yeah. as a character, really, throughout all the seasons, um, is resist intimidation, resist being bullied uh-huh. by her brother the uh-huh. entire time, sure. um, and then primarily resists Vecna himself. Yeah, right? yeah. So, Did we get your ability scores? Uh, sorry, let me go to... Let me finish the race and then I'll do abilities. Two course. monk, one cleric. Two it's monk, one cleric. Level breakdown. And Kalishdar is where we're at here. So, uh, mental discipline for the Kalishdar. Okay. They have psychic resistance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No yeah. big deal. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. They have yeah. mind link. They can li- link themselves telepathically to oh, other yeah. creatures. The Literally, she's race. telepathically Kalishtar. linked to Vecna. Uh, now I remember Kalishdar. is one of our characters... One of our she doesn't do it, but it's you know it's part of Cal- what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you like travel yeah. through dreams. Travel through you dreams. Live in the dream world. Right? Well, let's just get into that one, bud. <laughs> yeah. Severed yeah. from dreams <laughs> is one of the main things. Literally, the entire time she's hunted by Vecna, she can't dream properly and 
only relives nightmares that are actually memories, which is literally the description of this ability. They can't sleep, they connect to the plane of dreams, and they draw memories from the plane of dreams rather than dream. Interesting. So, sorry, pretty on point. You're going to have to do good to uh, overcome point. You get You get one language from that, and the language is deep speech, obviously, which would be the le- the language of Vecna and the Upside Down. Ooh, yeah, interesting. Sure. Interesting, because last Eric time I had <laughs> deep speech, and you said that Orc was no, better we said, language. No, no, no. We said Orc was Russian. <laughs> She's communicating de- d- directly with them. Mm-hmm. He was not really. Fine. He was mainly Fine. speaking with the Russians. Fine. Listen, I don't want to get Minus in a t- tiffy with you, Judge. Okay? <laughs> Let's not get into it. That's just, that's below us. I right. agree wholeheartedly that deep, deep speech. speech would be. We the didn't agree that it wouldn't be the language. Down. We agreed that he wouldn't really need it. All right. So let's get into the ability scores. Eight strength, she's not strong. Um, 16 dex, so a plus three there. She's shown to be very dexterous. She can skateboard, yada, yada, yada. Play arcade games. Yeah, and it goes to the, it goes to, you know, the monk side of these. Uh, Constitution of 14, so a plus two. Again, I think she'd have high constitution. She survived three devastated limbs and, you know, didn't die, so she obviously has some ability to kind of hang in there, mm-hmm. even though we haven't seen her wake up yet. It's um, she's half alive, I guess. Yeah, a wisdom, uh, 18, plus 4. Um, I got an extra point of charisma through my feet, so that's why. Um, mm. And then uh, I gave her a low charisma of 8, did not give her a high charisma Okay, stat. so we disagree on the wisdom charisma thing, I feel like, uh, once I get my character. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and so that's that's her ability breakdown, her ability score breakdown. And now let's get into the important features. So the class features of the monk, here's where it really comes in. Unarbored defense. I know we kind of have this ongoing debate around, like, what from a yeah. show constitutes armor, but she yeah. literally just wears tank tops and shorts and like light rain jackets. Like so it's yeah. the most it's the least armored you could possibly she, be, right? She doesn't get armor made up with when they do like the Hellfire Club No, because armor. she stays behind and oh, just yeah. does her She's seance. She's doing the Vecna thing. Yeah. yeah, so she literally doesn't even get that much armor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, should have given her like a bunch of leg and arm braces. Like, what were they thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real hardy. <laughs> they knew that was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, so she has martial arts. She has key, right? And those are just things that the monk gets. What is martial arts? Your... Uh... It means it so that you can use monk weapons and oh, you can yeah. do an unarmed strike that's better than a default unarmed strike. two levels of monk, right? Two levels of monk. So you get the dedicated weapon as well. Um, I could have chosen the dedicated weapon. It's For my build, it ended up being the same, whether I want to do the optional class feature or the regular or one, the regular. because her weapon is very specific and it works either way. Okay. Um, it's really just how you if you want to flavor what she has as this thing, yep, right? Yep, yep. Um, key, and just to remind you what key can do, there's all sorts of things you can do with key. It's basically like, you know, you dodge, can disengage, disengage, dodge, yada, yada, yada. Basically just makes you better at combat all, all around. Yep. And then um, at level two, you get something called unarmored movement, which means your movement speed increases by 10. And her class that she chooses to play in D&D when she joins their D&D group is literally the Zoomer. 
she chooses oh, yeah, the class Zoomer, <laughs> which is not a real D&D class, but I wanted to honor that in this build, giving her an extra 10 feet of movement. Well, I mean, it's not, she's not that fast. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little nod to the name. Yeah, yeah, Carl's yeah. characters. It's a fast. Nod, a nod to the name. Yep. He is a rogue. So. And then she gets one point of cleric, which really just what's coming in there is spell casting and yada, yada, yada. But the main things, you know, what you get to choose at level one of cleric is what domain. And I went Oh, with, you get your domain at level one? Yeah, because yep. the god is what actually gives you the power, yep. right? That's why level one cleric is pretty dope. So level one, one level of cleric still gets you access to two level one spells per long rest, yep. uh, really good cantrip selection, yep. and the level one feature. So one level dip in cleric is still pretty strong combat effectively. Yep. So I chose light cleric, because what's the opposite of the upside down? It's the light, you know. We're up here in the light, there and down there, wallowing in the upside down. She's literally a representative of that, and she has warding flair. Or as I like to call it, running up a hill by Kate Bush. Oh, boy. (laughs) At At first level, you can interpose divine light between yourself and an attacking enemy. When you are attacked by a creature within 30 feet, you can see you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on their attack roll, causing light flare before the attacker hits or misses. An an attacker can be blinded by this feature. We've played with a character that has that as well. I've always wondered where that came from. You can use it a a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier, which of course she has the max possible for a level 3 character. And so that is just to give her that inner position between when Vecna is pursuing her, throws on the Kate Bush, a.k.a. her warding flare, keeps him at bay. So so Vecna attacks her. Very good, very good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, he's like coming after her, but he's not really able sure. to land those strikes. Yeah, it makes, you know, it makes, it makes kind of sense. It's a stretch. But it makes. I'll, I'll let you take it. So, it what sort of <laughs> what sport of spells do you have? Um, yeah. So let me get into um, my. Well, before I get into my spells, I'll do those second to last. Mm. Before I get into my spells, I wanted to talk about. Her equipment, the only notable thing in her equipment is, one, she doesn't have armor because she shouldn't have armor. If she has armor, I mean, basically, you fail. And so, shouldn't have armor. And um, (laughs) what she can use, though, as a weapon is a great club, a.k.a. the thing that she's most deft with in all the world, her skateboard. Skateboard. So she can use her skateboard as a weapon at will. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> I, I, hitting somebody with a skateboard is... Ain't no joke. So yeah. she actually does have pretty good action economy, so we're talking both to trueness to character and defending the abilities of the character here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so in terms of the ability defenses, I mean, she has really good action economy. The Great Club is a 1d8 plus 3 damage. She can do her unarmed strike on top of that. And then she has the built-in versatility of being a level 1 spellcaster. And the spells that she has... Wait, before you go into those, you you kind of mentioned what key does. What are some of the things you can spend key on besides, like, actions that... It, it's like using dodge without having to use an action. You can use flurry of blows flurry to do blows. that extra attack. You can do patient defense, which is... Dodge. Um, dodge, and then Step of the Wind, which is Disengage. Okay. So it's kind of... You know. It's like the it's like a way worse version of Rogue's Cunning Action. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just did I thought there were, like, special abilities. I guess Fury of Blows is, like, the most special Yes, one. and most monks use their key for almost exclusively Fury of Blows. Can you get... Uh, just, you know, asking, because I've never played a monk. Mm-hmm. Can you get, like, special key... 
abilities that aren't those um, three? Later down, yes, Stunning Strike is one of the best key abilities in the game. Okay. Yeah, when you hit someone, if they fail, stun they're literally just good. stunned until yeah. the start of your next turn, or the enemy. Yeah, it's so like, you can stun lock somebody. A boss. You can stun like a yeah. boss. It's, it's silly. Yep, so that's all pretty good. But you don't have that. Alright, so spells yeah. now. Let's hear them. So let's hear spells. Um, so spells, you know, like any spells for people who don't actually cast spells, there's a little bit of a gray area, right? Yeah. But she's got guidance. Um, she can guide, you know, her own actions, her party's actions, helps them improve, right? One it's of the best small, cantrips. Small bit of guidance, and it's a great out-of-combat cantrip. Reasonable in contract combat, but really you're only going to use it out of combat. She's got light. She literally wields a flashlight for like half of season four. Okay, so I'll take light. that. Or like a lantern or whatever. Um, resistance, which I was saying she would basically just be casting on herself to improve her defensibility against psychic damage, but it's a good cantrip and you can cast it at will. And most of the time she's fighting Vecna, she's not doing anything except sitting there resisting. So she's just blasting resistance on herself every, uh, every turn. And what does that give you resistance to one type of one, uh, uh, damage? So she's of not damage. casting warding flare. She's casting resistance. Uh, warding flare is a feature that she can just use when she's attacked, so she can do both. Oh, yeah. Um, and you take uh, the d4 and add the number to the saving throw of your choice, right? So when she's constantly making wisdom saving throws for psychic damage, which she's resistant to, um, she gets to also add resistance to that. So she's just an absolute monster at resisting Vecna. Um, and then she gets Toll the Dead, which is uh, splashing the damage a little bit back. Also, just thinking of that psychic cantrips? damage she's doing. Yeah, clerics get four. Uh, well, I got one for free through um, being a light cleric. I got light automatically. Yep, that's yep. true. You do yep. that. Yep. Toll the Dead. What was your justification for that? Um, <laughs> if you're thinking of the way that she smacks back at Vecna at all, you know, mm-hmm. like the best way to think of it is just like a minor psychic ability that you could kind of parlay the damage with, right? Um, so if you're gonna... Acceptable. If, acceptable. <laughs> acceptable. Are you kidding? <laughs> On our ride over here, he's like, you could justify her being a psychic caster. I'm like, that's like the bare minimum of casting. <laughs> I said it was acceptable. Oh my god. I didn't say it was bad. Alright, so she also has burning hands. Uh, she gets that for free. That's fireworks. Burning hands. Bam, bam, bam. Splashing fireworks on you. Mm-hmm. Um, then she gets healing words. She's showing he- she's shown healing Eleven's wounds at one point. Um, Eleven uh, hurts her leg. She puts, yeah. uh, you know, she heals it. So it's the real world equivalent she's of like, her healing yeah, it. pressure on it and, yeah. uh, you know, stuff like that. So Cure Words, Healing Word, same justification. Um, yeah, and then Sanctuary and Seal of Faith are basically that mental fortitude that she's able to apply to herself and her team, right? Nice, yeah. yeah sanctuary gives you plus two. Oh, no, no, Sanctuary you put on yourself. Yes, and if someone attacks you, they have to make a saving throw or they have to attack someone else in, in range. <clears throat> gotcha. Uh, and what was but, your last spell? But anytime you do any kind of attacking when you're under Sanctuary, like if you target anyone with a spell or attack, it drops. It drops it. Which, again, good for her because she's frequently not attacking at all, but simply just supporting and assisting people from the back Or lines, running, so, yeah. Right, or running, whatever. And so so that she's good at all that. And then uh, her the feat that I gave her. Oh, that's right. Level one feat. Level one feat is I gave her resilient. Because, again, I think that's the core aspect of Max's character, which, again, increases your wisdom score by one, and you gain proficiency in wisdom saving throws, which monks don't already have. So she gets a plus six on her wisdom saving throw, which she also rolls at advantage every time, and even when she takes damage, she takes half because she's resistant. It's just wisdom saving throws, right? 
Huh? Just wisdom saving throws, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And in addition to all that, her skills are she has acrobatics, which is the obvious primary skill for skateboarding. Um, uh-huh. She has medicine, because again, that's one of the things she's seen to do is heal and help. Um, she has sleight of hand because she hot wires a car and she's great at dig dug. She has the world high score or the, you know, the local high score. She hot wires a car. Uh, she doesn't hot wire a car. She drives a car. Sorry. But, you know, for her age, that's fallen into sleight she, of hand. She also, uh, picks a lock. And it, she, yeah, picks she, a lock. Pick a lock. she picks yeah, a lock. She picks a lock. I was saving that one. <laughs> well, I was saving it to when I got the thieves tools. She was, but yeah. yeah, she picks a lock with a paper clip. She has stealth. They're always stealthing. Like the it's whole okay. party's stealthing okay. like half I'm, the uh, time. I have expertise in these tools. I don't think you need expertise to lick pick lock with a lock uh, paper clip. It's pretty what simple. What? Pretty no, simple. It's, 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 it's your turn. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, and then in addition to that, her tool proficiencies. Uh-huh. Um, she has a thieves tool proficiency. Of course. And then, what is the most analogous thing in D anD D to being an absolute boss at arcade games? Is having a proficiency playing the only game in D anD D, which is chess. Dragon's Chess. I think that as well. Yes. So. <laughs> Good to have, smart to have. So basically, she's a she's a fortress of the mind who can punch people and hit people with her skateboard. Oh, she has seventeen AC. Whoa! Yeah. No armor was seventeen. No armor, seventeen how you, AC. How do you get up there? Light clerics are she has, armor, right? No, no cleric. No, she has no armor, which obviously she has. Oh, no you're armor. unarmed in defense of the monk. That's plus okay. four for wisdom, plus three for dex. Yeah, so she has seventeen AC. Oh, monks use yep. unarmored defenses, dex, and wisdom together. So okay. she's literally what she is is she's a frontline. You know, like in combat, the way you'd play her is she's like a support who can absorb a lot of punishment, not like, you know, through her taking blows, but just through being resilient and like maneuverability like and getting out of the way. Makes you make safety yeah. throws and stuff. Like yeah. And cool. high AC. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I so that's I, my I, max I, I, I like your character a lot. I think I'm going to be challenged here to beat you, but I'm going to, I'm going to give him a shot. I like Let's it. hear it, bud. I'm going to give it a shot. All right. Yeah. I'll say that when I yeah. judge you. Yeah, wait for me. <laughs> your turn, Carl. Oh, thank you. And Carl had his stipulation as one level of rogue. It did. It did. Um, one level of rogue. Um, luckily for me, I went two levels of rogue, because why wouldn't you go two levels of rogue to get kind of action? It's one of the best rogue things you can get. Good tip. Good tip. So for me, I went uh, one rogue, or sorry, two rogue, one bard. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think that's a good. And it wasn't bard for like, she's like a performer or anything like that. You don't have to perform to be a bard. Just music is very important to her. Sure, sure. And, one song. And kind of uh, what? <laughs> That's the only one we hear in the show. I'm sure the show doesn't spend every waking minute with this poor character. <laughs> but what I did, um, I'm going to give you my, I guess, uh, stats first. So my abilities. Uh, 10 strength, so plus 0. 17 dexterity, so plus 3. Constitution is... I think this is 16 dexterity. I messed that up somehow. 16 dexterity. Um, constitution is 14 plus 2. Intelligence is 9, negative 1. Wisdom is 12, plus 1. And Charisma is 14, plus 2. So for my race, which I think I should do first, I went for um, a... She's a rock gnome. Rock gnome. Rock gnome, let's hear it. What rock gnomes get, and what really did it for me, was the dark vision, sure, but they get gnome cunning. You have advantage on all intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws against magic. That's that really good. All three mental saves advantage on every roll of magical. Which I don't know how you affect those without magic in this game to make saving throws. I assume it's almost always magic. 
Um, this artificer's lore, don't really care, it's whatever, but it's this last one. It's the Tinkerer. You are proficient with Tinkerer's tools and can use them to construct tiny clockwork devices. And what does she construct? A music box, her Walkman. Oh, so she, in, the, in your world, she's capable of making one of the most advanced musical devices of the time. No, but you can't have one as your character, and I can have a Walkman as my character. Why can't I? Because you can't make a music box, and we don't have enough money to buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, so, <laughs> I'm not too worried about... Yeah, no, no, I'll and give it to you. I listen to this. Good, it's very good. It's nice that you have a music box. When opened, this music box plays a single song <laughs> at moderate volume. <laughs> what, so- what song That's is gonna it? It's going to be like? Running Over the Hill oh, by King Bush, I Right. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So I see it. That's for Max specifically. Yeah. Really, uh, really hones into her playing that one song um, a lot, and it like helping her survive. You know, her saving throws are advantage. She has the music box to help her do it. Um, so that's my race. Then I think what do we have next here? My class breakdown was easy. Yeah, the one, two rogue, the one um, bard. But what I get from that, the rogue one is the one I really love. You get um, cunning action. So a lot of this character I made is based around the one scene where we see her do a lot of things, which is run away from Vecna. So I built her to run away from a superior opponent. Cut in action allows you to use your bonus action to dash, so or disengage. So she disengages from Vecna that first round, and he doesn't take an attack on her. Disengage. It's not a it's not a disadvantage attack. Right. It's a disengage. Um, and then she can dash every other round, moving double speed all the time. And just in case, when she falls down... Or hide. Or in, hide. In a good dream. And just in case when she's running and she does fall down that one time, man, she gets up and runs really fast. So I took my level one feet as athlete. That's going to give me a... Uh, when I have to stand up from prone, that's only five feet, not 15. So she gets up real fast. She runs with her dash. She cruises out of that place. Um, see, uh, see, that is good for her because it's... Uh... Relevant to her character, but even if that's I lose pretty 15, bad feet, even if just yeah. in general, no, agreed. And even if I lose twenty five feet, my, my speed, the remaining speed I have is still equivalent to your total speed. So I have forty <laughs> speed, so fifteen. No, but I'm dashing every round, so not even close. Um, but the, I dash every round too. No, you you run out of wisdom pretty quick. If I'm not fighting, which is what you're saying, no, no, you dash is an action. Um, yeah, sure. I guess you're not fighting. You're not trying to fight. Yeah, you don't need a bonus action. I'm not. You're not fighting either. You don't even need to use your bonus action. I could also dash as a bonus action. As an action, I can dash as an action and as a bonus action. I get more dashes than you. I get more dashes. I don't know. I don't know how fast we saw her go. You know, but yeah, okay. She got out of there. He didn't chase her. So even if he wanted to chase her, I have to disengage. You know, like so she sneak attack. Hits him, pulls that little like point out of his neck. So that's my rogue sneak attack. She hits a vital point by pulling his like neck piece out. Uh-huh. Disengages and then dashes her way out. Trips once, gets up with athlete. Athlete runs away. Has her music box the whole time, saving her. So she's she's doing all that kind of stuff right there. Also, uh, she has bardic inspiration, and this is where I think comes in where she helps her friend. She tells her friends like when Lucas is trying to like convince her to use someone else, you know, to to do the ploy. She's like. She inspires him to be brave, you know, when she's already struggling herself. That's what I was also thinking with a lot of stuff. It's like, because she's the one who calms uh, Eleven down early on, you know, when Eleven's freaking out. She kind of, in the earlier seasons, I'm and saying. And even though she is doing that, she has a nice conversation with Vecna for a while. So I took that as spell as the friend's spell. 
so she could cast that on him and kind of communicate with him where he doesn't just murder her straight up immediately. Mm-hmm. They have a talk about it. So I have the friend spell. And then this is the one I, so I have Longstrider, just in case I'm feeling crazy and I really want to run away. I have Longstrider <laughs> attached to all Speaking of, this. of Usain Bolt, <laughs> Max, <laughs> Max, Carl's build of Max is I, basically I mean, said this is a John world of Usain Bolt episode. Come on. <laughs> uh, Longstrider gives you how much extra movement? So Longstrider, um, your speed is increased by 10 feet until the spell ends. So so, yeah, just bumps me up enough with my dash and all that stuff to, to be good. But the main spell I love, like, I'll get to Silver Barbs in a second, but the main one I love is Heroes, which she just, like, you can tell she casts on herself. That girl is yeah. is scared. She casts Heroes into Survive. It's like a willing creature you touch, which can include you. You imbue them with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spell casting ability modifier, which helps her get out of there, which helps her get out of her situation effect. Um, when the spell ends, target loses any remaining hit points, yada, yada, yada. Um, but then I also saw this spell that I've never used before, and it's a bard weird spell. It's called Silvery Barbs. And what it does is you magically distract the triggering creature and turn the momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. So she pretty much just, like, uses this ability to uh, f- to hurt him and inspire herself while running away. And he triggers it to, to do a little thing like the, the creature can see within range, the chosen creature has advantage on the next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. You know, even though she doesn't really need those, she, she gets them. Um, you know, it's a... Uh, I thought that was a cool little spell, a little fun thing. She can cast it on her friends, too. Like, if the Vecna attacks her, she can cast it on, like, Eleven in that fight when they're both in the gym fighting Vecna, you know? Mm. So it kind of helps in that situation a little bit. And then my... What does she fight with? Like, she, she fights with just, like, a dagger, like any rogue wood dagger, or unarmed oh, strike, like, all the just... Just the regular... Yeah, I recall Max's, Max's rapier and dagger. And she yeah, I mean, of course. She uses quite a, frequently. I, I would definitely call a skateboard a great club, too. That's what I would call it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a It's a non-martial, um, simple weapon. But she has, you know, she's uh, proficient in her tinkerer's tools. What is Glower? Uh, so I looked through a bunch of the, the things, and I couldn't find a Walkman to be her instrument of choice oh, for a party. A, that's a, so it kind of resembles the closest thing I could find to a record player. <laughs> um, He's kind of pulled up the image. If you look it up... It's it like has, a horn, basically. It, it, yeah. has like a, it has like a couple... It is like a big horn. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, mean, it's, close, it's the closest there thing There was no, yeah. like... I was like trying to find like a music box you turn or like an accordion or anything, and this was the only thing that even came close. It's called like a glower. I don't know how to spell it, but... yeah. It's not even in, it's in second edition D&D, so, so like, it's, But we got it, baby. We got it, and I mean, it's in 5e2, I guess, because they let me add it, but yeah. uh, I've never used it before. No one's ever put it in a character in her life. Um, but languages. So I got one nice little language, and since she's from California, the one I went with was Leonin. <laughs> all the guys there, like a long hair, uh, that's very like laid back yeah, attitudes. Yeah, so nice. so Leonin is the actual language I gave her because she could speak like a Californian, uh, you know, surfer boy. I like both our languages, like, deep yeah. speech and Leonin. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. We, we went for different areas of her character, but yeah. they both kind of fit. Um, I don't know if I have much more than that. What um, do you have? Any cool items? So that was the thing. It was. It wasn't. It was the music box. It was the drag. I have a dragon chess set. I yeah, yeah same. Or not, but I, I have that. that. Thieves tools. Thieves tools. As Wait, wait, wait. Wow. Neither of us, I'm realizing, uh, said what background we chose. Oh, you also right. didn't give me your level one feet. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was, it was athletic. Oh, oh, athletic. And so the thing yeah, is, yeah. You, I know you guys hated on athlete a lot, but what it does, instead of, it gives that as well, but it also gives me my dex, which is, this should yeah, be 16. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, just I saying, it on feats that 
you know, the overall power of I, I was going to take mobile low. as well, but I didn't need it. I, I, if I pull up mobile, I had it in here for a while, and it's like, if you attack someone, you get to just leave their square or they don't attack you, which is what she Mobile's does. Mobile's great for you. Which is what she does yeah. with Decna. But I felt like with Disengage, I didn't need it, and I wanted that yeah, extra kind point of... Yeah, doubling up. I wanted that extra point of Dex instead, and then this gave me extra movement when I stand up, and she just sure, does sure. that. No, yeah, like, it's definitely useful in her situation. Yes, I'm just saying. Exactly. All right, what's your, what's your background? Um, so, yes. Oh, I gotta say mine, too. <laughs> My background, I chose here. Far Traveler. The feature is all eyes on you. So now, your accent mannerisms, figures of speech, and perhaps even your appearance, which I would say Max and Hawkins makes sense, all mark you as a foreigner. Curious glances are directed your way wherever you go, the boys staking her out, which can be a nuisance, which she hates, um, but also gain the friendly interest of scholars and others intrigued by far-off lands. Hmm, that really gets the boys into her, doesn't it? Um, to say nothing... <laughs> she, of, is in, she is intriguing to the boys. <laughs> to, to, say, to say nothing of everyday folk who are eager to hear stories of your homeland. Um, you can parlay this attention into access to people and places you might not otherwise have. They're a tight-knit group of friends and she gets right in. Um, for you and your traveling companions, noble lords, scholars, and merchant princes, to the name a few might be interested in hearing about your distant homeland and people, they love hearing about her dating stories. So that, I think that wraps up my character nice. as a whole, and you want to interject here. Yeah, sorry, I know I'm, I'm uh, jumping in at the end of your thing here, but um, <laughs> I made my own background, so I just choose a feature and then the things that I wanted, yeah, which yeah. I've already gone over everything but the feature. Mm-hmm. Um, the feature, I, I named my, <laughs> my background Haunted Tomboy, because she got her ability to uh, be acrobatic and her dragon chest set the, out uh, of like it. A, so, like yeah. Custom background. Custom, custom background. But I chose you still have to choose a feature, right? Um, and so the feature I chose is a little bit, uh, it goes into what we were talking about with Max in the first episode of this podcast, where we were saying it would be kind of lame if she just came back to life when she was dead sure. without having something cool. Some like, what? what is that going to be, yeah. right? And so I kind of was like, well, this is my here's hoping background <laughs> feature, okay. which is the quiet seclusion of your extended hermitage, aka being in a coma. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, has gave you access to a unique and powerful discovery, the, which is exactly what happens to Will, right? So now yeah. we're thinking maybe something similar will happen to her. I mean, this is speculative, but I just thought it'd be kind of interesting if this does turn out to be true, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exact nature of this revelation depends on the nature of yada yada. It just kind of says, you yeah. know, you and your DM got to work on what that's going to yeah. be. But for yeah. Max, you oh, know. Oh, it's just a vague power that you get from your... Yeah, it's a, it's a hermit feature. Yeah. Yeah, it's the hermit feature. True sight um, is what I think she's going to get. Yeah, okay, one thing before we go, I totally forgot uh, my skills, but my, before we go to judge my skills. Yeah. Um, I have pretty, I'm assuming, similar to Kyle, but I do have as a rogue expertise. Yeah. And her expertise better there. is these tools and it's, it's in sleight of hand. Sleight of hand makes perfect right. sense to and, me. That's what I would have given athletics her. athletics for skateboarding and running from Vecna. Because as you said, acrobatics of skateboarding, I would almost argue athletics might be closer, but that's, I guess, up to the judge. To I think it's pretty close. As yeah. someone who skateboards, I would say... You don't need a skateboard. Where's I, Thomas? I skateboard. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I used to longboard a ton. I used to oh, skateboard in college, too. Ton, right. I'd say, I'd say it it's one of those both. ones that's it a little... Both yeah, it's athletics. a little bit. Yeah. So my, so my, just my skills yeah. are athletics, expertise in athletics. I have deception, uh, insight, perception, persuasion... Stealth and then another. Yeah, so we were pretty similar there. Yep, yep. All right, um, on to judgment time, I assume. Let's get the judgment. Time to judge you guys. Face your judgment. 
You created. You took a lot of notes there, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, which I didn't do notes. any note taking. No, so you shouldn't have won the first one. Well, he's the lawyer, you know. <laughs> I so wanted makes to sense. make sure I knew everything about your characters. Hey, 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 hey. all right. All right. So first up is okay. combat. Oh wait, I wanted to touch on. If I were making a spellcasting character, how I would justify it. Yeah, let's this hear is it. also let's a little, you know, theorizing mm. for season five. Mm. So, oh, what ability she might have? No, no, just like the, to justify any spellcasting mm. whatsoever mm-hmm. is that when she talks about escaping Victor Creel's house at the memory, mm-hmm. yeah. she talks about sort of unlocking a part of her mind, which is very similar. To when Elle talks about regaining her powers, she also kind of says the same kind of things, unlocking her mind. Unlocks her mind through memory. And then, at the end, Elle is the one who brings her back to life. Elle finally learned Revivify. That's how I see it in my mind. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) Finally hit level five. (laughs) I kind of saw it as Elle was sort of giving over a piece of her to Max. Mm, okay. And that sort of... That's interesting. And sort of, she cool. gains some sort of power of her. She does have a direct connection to one, you know, I mean, through... So maybe there's some latency there. Also, yeah. sure. also Max last. Max yeah. is one of the few characters that has, like, a personal link to Elle. You know, there's obviously Hopper and Mike. But, like, it's a friendship. But besides those two, she's, like, the only... Everyone else kind of sees Elle as, like, this enigma. Mm-hmm. And so the closest of their relationship, the reviving aspect combined with them talking about how they both unlocked their power... Okay. okay. I think you could use all those as reasoning for spellcasting. So we've talked about this... Uh, Offline, but you know, so it'd be cool to come back one day and do another Stranger Things episode, maybe when season five aired, mm-hmm. and then do some of the higher power level characters in yeah. the same universe at a higher level build. Yeah, L and then L will be challenging. L will be challenging because it'll be like, how do you make a character that only does one thing that does it really well? Scions aren't a. They're not official. They're UA. Yeah, like that rogue, like Cyblade or something. The new rogue subclass. Yeah, it's got to be a few. Ways straight up wizard, wizard. yeah, but it's psychic. It's all side. It's all it's all side. Yeah, you have to do heavy flavoring. There's definitely there's got to be a psychic wizard. I mean, mind web, yeah, there's stuff. There's stuff. All right, right, judgment. I'm ready. Combat effectiveness. Slap me down. Here we go. I'm giving a (laughs) Kyle a seven on combat effectiveness. Nice. I'm probably worse. And (laughs) giving Carl a five. While your skills, Carl, were very apt to the character mm. in combat, mm. not that great. Yeah, you were very good at running. Is that good at combat? No, she don't, she don't fight nobody. Not necessarily. <laughs> Athlete, I stand by. That's a bad feat. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing by. God, but she gets up. Uh <laughs> You know, you have a great club, which I think is justified. That just does way more damage than a dagger would ever. Similar, you know, plus on your attack, but the damage is a little better. Sure, Um, sure. I have offhand dagger, so I can attack. He had much higher AC, as well as the spells chosen, I think, would be better in combat than Mm. the spells. In combat, for sure. Yeah, I'd say in combat, yeah. You both did have 
some healing though, which is good in both. What else? I think that's. I think that's. Yeah, I think we're. I didn't build maps for combat. Yeah, and even though I tried, it was like a real stretch to get her to be capable. You know what I mean? Uh, I have two-handed fighting. <laughs> yeah. Conversely, and out of combat, I give Carl a six, while I give Kyle a five. Damn it, time went by one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, I think what really put you over the edge was just being a rogue. You have really good skills With out of combat. Yeah. yeah He's basically expertise. a skill monkey. I'm like middle of the pack yeah. and but neither of us really have any features that are like, oh out of combat we're slaying. Yeah. 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 Neither and just no. the lot, the ability to run can be used out of combat pretty well. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. the different tools you had, you know, you could utilize that. Outrunning. It's just cool things, but in the D and D out of combat world it's really it's really you know, if you skill were, monkey can outrun anyone. If you were yeah. creative enough, you could use some like the music box, you could use that as part of persuasions sure. or whatever. Or I could use it as a distraction, put it somewhere and just play it over and over again. Yeah, you both had the chess set, you know, you could mm-hmm. use that out of combat, challenge somebody and yep. you're you know, you're good at playing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else out of combat. You didn't like my advantage and all saving throws from magic? Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, that was like your one good in combat <laughs> feature that you had. Which I have a little bit of. <laughs> yes, yes. That is extremely strong to have advantage on all three of those saves. Mm-hmm. I think both, yeah, I think both. There's very fair scores so yeah. far. Yeah. And, and not high. No, I don't think either be, of those should be, be that high. Yeah. Yeah. The next two phases, we should be better. Right? I think we were really went for those. <laughs> yeah. 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 Too bad you come into them one ahead. <laughs> uh, originality, yeah. I give both of you an eight Ooh. on that. I think they are both very original oh because comes <laughs> you both use... Well, I think he's... T- uniqueness as an in- originality. Oh, yeah, right? true to character. Yeah, 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 yeah true yeah. to yeah. character is the last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> originality, eight, just because both of you used very... Lesser use classes. I feel like monk and rogue are. Well, I guess not. Rogue. Not really. Everybody's first character is a edge lord rogue. Oh, so. <laughs> but I, I think that the various features you had. You had the music box, which was really cool. The Walkman. Mm-hmm. You had. I think you had very good spell choices. That. You like my heroes. Again, heroism is good to go towards the character. Yeah. Oh, not uniqueness. I mean, and, who the hell uses heroism? I've never. No. Well, yeah. I guess. I guess I'm thinking uh, in terms of combat effectiveness. Effectiveness. <laughs> you, heroism doesn't really. You keep do doing that. Much. Uniqueness. I found it hard when I was judging as well. As long as we're just getting a little meta with it. Yeah. I had a very hard, hard time distinguishing uniqueness from the other three. Like every time I'd say something that I thought was unique, I was like also giving credit for it somewhere See, else. I well, I think it, and I almost am thinking we might not need the uniqueness as a category. I, think, well, I don't know. So to go to, I think the Because mm. most times when I'm thinking, oh, that's so unique, I'm like, and you chose it so well for that character and I just could put it into a uh, you know the other one. Mm, um, I, I think character. using I think using the skateboard as your weapon was very unique. See stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. And honestly, if you yeah. like make if you make whatever they make you do, like he made me do rogue. If I went rogue, two fighter. That's not unique, man. You need a two fighter. You know. 
I think that's kind of what it's for a lot of times. It's yeah. not taking the, the road that we expect you to take, I guess. That's fair. Yeah, true. All right, so we're tied there anyway. We don't need a debate. It's <laughs> <laughs> for future episodes, guys. We, yeah, can't just, yeah. Yeah, we can't just think about today. And then last, trueness to character. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you both a seven. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you both Damn were it. very true to character. You both had very good uh, justifications for your... Actually, I'm changing Kyle's to eight because of this one point. Yes! <laughs> even better! Uh, I think the battle against Vecna is definitely a mind battle. And the whole... While running away, mm, it was in her is mind. unique. I mean, is true to her character because she is, you know, running in dreams. It's more of a, a dream. mind. She's not physically running feature away. Than if her mind physical. is stronger, she can run faster. Exactly. I thought, and this we both that did makes this, a lot of sense. but I thought it was both. Uh, one of my favorite things was the dragon chess set, as the arcade game. Yeah. Like, I mean, we both did it, but I was really excited about that. I thought the Leonin. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah, that was a neat idea. To, uh, That's why I knew the trivia question, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the haunted tomboy, I thought, was uh, pretty true. You like my Far Traveler? Far Traveler was good. <laughs> yeah, no, they're both cool. They're both good. You're right, yeah. they're both good. Uh, but the, the edge to bring to an 8 instead of a 7 mm. specifically comes from the way you guys did the running versus yeah, mind. Versus mind. Yeah. So, no, I thought that was more... The Kalistar is like nine features that all go towards that mind battle. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Just one-minded. And then I had a music box. All right, well, God bless you, Carl. Well done. <laughs> and we, but, but, but we oh. still have the bonus. Oh, no! Like, oh, two points. <laughs> Um, is it worth two points? That would have to be worth three, or else, <laughs> or else that it will end in a tie. No, I was down by one coming into the last. No, you're down, no, by, down two. by two because at the end, yeah, at the, yeah, end, at the end, you're down, by, down two. by two. Right, so I'm saying it have to be worth by three I'll to tie. make it not a tie. I'll tie. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you think I care? <laughs> All right, I think this one is kind of hard. Wait, wait, wait. So what's you're the judge? What's hap- What's the value of this trivia question? The value of the trivia question. It could be something not to do with our contest too. The value of the trivia question will be two points. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What tag does Max use when entering Mad her Max. high scores? Mad Max. Mad I said it. Ap- <laughs> that is bullshit. <laughs> I specifically hate <laughs> it. So he so it. And we discussed this beforehand. <laughs> I hate it when you interrupt me the when I'm asking trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. I actually thought of it too, and I specifically uh, I'm waited. We're going to tell you you win trivia. <laughs> Even if you win it, I'm going to make some uh, bullshit uh, reason why you so don't win it. Good. That's I'm a standard rule of tri- Jeopardy. The Jeopardy most is respected trivia it game is Mad Max. in the world. Um, so my favorite uh, piece of trivia was that Max's skateboard was produced by Madrid. Skateboards, which is the same brand of skateboards as uh, Marty McFly's skateboard from Back <laughs> to the Future, uh, okay. which is just like a cool yeah, little yeah. nod. I liked that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, great. There we so, are. Uh, Kyle. So, hey, no, this is good. So, we're rounding out the three of us all having gone. All right. So, we're picking our next three characters to do and deciding who's going to be the judge of each one. We're going to go for the Thor series because of Thor Love and Thunder coming out recently. Our three characters will be Thor, Gore, the God Butcher, 
and Loki. Carl is definitely the most knowledgeable on Marvel. Yeah, so he can pick out all of our incorrect no, choices. They're going to know nothing. This yeah, they're going to know nothing. I've got Wikipedia, baby. No problem. Yeah, I know they have Wikipedia. And I've seen the movies. <laughs> yeah, the movies. yeah, same, same. So good question. Are we basing only MCU knowledge, or do comics count as features for these people? I feel like comics should count. I 100% agree. Okay, just wanted to confirm. Uh, that's going to definitely be an advantage for you, but I <laughs> yes. feel like they should count. They definitely should. All right, fantastic. Comics count. Thor's coming in hot next. We'll see you next week, kids. Love y'all.